Next on BYU Sports Nation, Cougar Hoops signs a 6'6 guard. What Ryland Bergerson brings to the table for Cougar Hoops. Plus, Zach Selyus is in studio back from his mission. A behind-the-scenes documentary on Jamal Williams was released this week. The producer and Jamal's cousin, Sean Morton, joins the show. Plus, it's a big day, playoff volleyball, and a crucial West Coast Conference baseball game day as well. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. Hello, BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Thursday, April 20th. I'm Jerem Jordan alongside BYUSN White House correspondent Jason Shepard. Uh, Gronk, you're going to need to stay out, please. Uh, <laughs> Can did you, you see come that? on campus? Did you see? The, yeah. Did you see that yesterday, Rob I, Gronkowski? I just interrupting the press briefing the or whatever. Press briefing, Sean Spicer. He can interrupt everything. <laughs> no one cares. He's Gronk. He's Gronk. How how Gronk of a move was that, by the way? And Kyle Benoit was there as the New England Patriots Super Bowl champions. Congratulations! 20, how awesome is? I wondered if he was there. Kyle Benoit went and he tweeted a picture of him in front of a George Washington painting that says "G Wash and I in the White House," and KVN <laughs> is doing his best G Wash. The best part about it, is, and you can't see it in that photo, is his shoes. He's wearing these tennis shoes yeah. that look great, by the way. But it, just in the suit with the tennis shoes standing in front of G-Wash, as, G-wash. as KVN likes to say. It's great. And it, it's an enchanted life once you get to the Patriots. And just imagine. He's like, not like Ziggy hanging out in Detroit. He's in the, <laughs> he's in the White House. You know what I mean? With the Patriots. Like, like awesome six months ago, he was with the Detroit Lions, wondering when he was, you know, what, what role he was going to play. And now he's a Super Bowl champion who just hung out with G-Wash at the White House. That's pretty awesome. We've said G-Wash way too many times. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU Hoops signed 6'6 guard Rylan Bergerson. From Boise, Idaho, last year he played at a prep school called Link Year in Branson, Missouri. They have great plays there, by the way. He averaged 18 points, 5 boards, 3 assists, and shot 42% from 3. Rylan Bergerson will be on the show tomorrow. Your reaction to the signing for BYU Hoops? I've actually watched some of his highlights, and I understand the highlight videos that get put out. They're all the good things. But I, I like what I see. His shot looks effortless. I mean, he's 6'6 guard. He's got good size. I mean, the, the question that I think everybody will be asking is, how's, how well does he play defense? Can he defend? Can yeah. he defend? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, from what I saw, I liked what I saw. And BYU was already one over in the Scully department, so that means changes are coming if they just sign somebody else. Okay, here's, here's uh, some more info on him. He's a member of another faith. He played on the same AAU team as signing Colby Lee who's going to go on a mission. So BYU saw a lot of him while recruiting Lee. He, I'm told he's a tough athletic guard, can shoot, expected to help the team right away. His dad was a second-round pick to the Hawks uh, back in the day. So athletic genes, great catch-and-shoot guy, rebounds, will dunk in transition. So th- this is a nice pickup for BYU. Yeah, this is, like. this is a nice – this is a guy that, that comes in with some size, has the ability to shoot, and I was, I was reading a, a story – I believe it was out of Boise, and there were some quotes in there from Ryland, and he was talking about how BYU's really 
been on him for a really long time. This, mm. this isn't something that just happened. Because he has a late ad. It's April. This yeah, is, but, but they, they've been looking at him for a very long time, and, and he was obviously very excited to, to be at BYU without question. So, I mean, I, I like the signing. Number three, BYU men's volleyball is at Long Beach State for the MPSF semifinals versus number four, Hawaii, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time. The Cougars look to sweep the Rainbow Warriors for a third time this season. The match will be streamed by Flow Sports. Yeah, big match for the Cougars. I think BYU is going to get at least an at-large into the NCAA tournament, but seeding at stake tonight, BYU trying to win that MPSF title for the fourth time in five years, by the way. BYU baseball is in California to take on the San Diego Dominic Toreros tonight. The Cougars are in second place in the WCC. Toreros are in first. This is a big matchup. BYU has never beaten San Diego in San Diego as a member of the WCC. You can listen to this game on BYU Radio at 9 Eastern. That changes this weekend. That changes I, I think this, BYU this, gets at least one. Yeah, BYU's too good. And I'm not saying that San Diego isn't. Clearly, they're, they're very ranked. good. They're ranked. They're first place in the conference. Uh, Maverick Buffo is going to get the start tonight for BYU. I, I like BYU's chances to end that little footnote uh, against the Toreros. BYU softball pitcher Arissa Polson shut out the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. And Madison Merrill had a three-run home run, leading the Cougars to a win yesterday by a score of 4 to nothing. Payoff pitch. Merrill goes opposite field. And that ball is gone! Her second three-run home run in as many games. And Madison Merrill, in pinch-hit fashion, makes it 4 to nothing BYU. Listen to this. Cougars right now riding an 11-game winning streak. That is the longest of the season. That's awesome. And swing away, Merrill. Pinch-hit three-run homer. How about that? That's awesome. With that in mind, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Documentarize. Nope, that's not a word. I know. In case you missed it, a 35-minute documentary about Jay Swag Daddy, Jamal Williams, came out this week. Chronicle Jamal's upbringing, his time at BYU, an inside look at BYU Pro Day. It was fun. If you didn't watch it, check it out. We tweeted it out yesterday on our account, at BYU Sports Nation. The producer of the doc, by the way, Sean Morton, will join us in about 25 minutes. In the spirit of documentation, Jason, we now present today's Twitter question. If you could make a day-in-the-life documentary on any current or former BYU athlete, who would it be and why? Okay. Our first tweet comes in from at Nomad Coog. I'd have to say Johnny Linehan. I mean, dude's whole view of football is completely upside down. Plus, <laughs> he never misses. Hashtag accuracy counts. He never misses what? What? <laughs> I remember a fake punt that missed. I, th- I think a great point was brought up in our production meeting. Only the documentary one? does not have to be about Johnny Linehan for Johnny Linehan to be in the documentary. <laughs> That's true. Johnny will find the camera. He will find it. He will this find is the, the type camera. of guy he is. He will yeah. end up in the documentary. So use hashtag BYUSN. We had some great tweets come in. Keep those coming. For our conversation here, we're going to pick a former player and a current player. So you start. All right. Uh, for my former player... I decided to go with James Taft Fredette, mm. also known as Jimmer, also known as Jimo Deschen. Here's why I would want to see Jimmer, and I understand that we're not that far removed from him actually being here, but 
I want to relive Jimmermania through his eyes. Mm. I want to have a camera following him as he's trying to walk across campus, trying to get to a class. Because we hear all these stories about just how insane it was for him to try and do any of the smallest things. I want a camera to be able to chronicle what that experience was like for him. I've even given it a working title. Oh, what is it? I'm not sold on this, yeah. uh, but it's just a working title. Uh, From Glenn's Falls to Glory Okay, would be the name yeah. of it. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So who was your uh, former? Yeah, my former is Robbie Bosco, and I want it to be on December 21st, 1984, the day BYU won the Holiday Bowl that ultimately won the national title. BYU did not win the national title in that moment. It was a few weeks later, right? Uh, I, I want to chronicle the pressure – going into that game to win it, the knee injury in the game, and then the subsequent return to said game for our homie Blaine Fowler, and winning that game for the first and only and perfect and last national championship by BYU and from any non-Power 5. And the title is, I Need the Every Hour, (laughs) K-N-E-E-D. Yes. Well done. Okay, that's the former. How about your current? All right, for my current one, um, and I'm going basketball with both of mine. How about that? I'm going with Eric Mika. I want to follow Eric Mika around. I'm glad I mean, he's I, still a current player. <laughs> yes, well, I of hope, course. I hope that he's still a current player. I want the behind-the-scenes <laughs> discussions that are going on about either going to the NBA oh, or right staying now. at BYU. Right I, now. Yeah, I want, I want to know what his Beautiful. day in the life is like right now. He gets a phone call. Like, hey, can you come work out for so-and-so? I, I want to be able to see all that. Plus, I also want to see how many times per day and, like, you could even do a little production value, put a little uh, counter on the top every time he's asked, hey, are you staying? Yeah. Are you coming back? And I would be like, good luck, but not too much. <laughs> do you want to know what I'm calling it? This has never been used before. The decision. Oh, my gosh. Get out of <laughs> here. That's what I'm calling it. Did you even spend time <laughs> thinking about that? <laughs> Is Jim Gray involved in this? Jim Gray will ask some awkward questions in it. And then Mike Tyson will be like, I eat your children. Yeah. Uh, my current one, Tijon Karoma. <gasps> Tijon Karoma. I want. I just want to see him lift weights. <laughs> I want to see what he eats and how he lifts. You're actually his uh, lifting buddy. You're his spotter, I, I think. If I, I am his spotter. If yes. I remember correctly. That is correct. You're not only Eric Mika's pseudo-uncle, you're Tijon Karoma's <laughs> spotter. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I would, I would call it the lift. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I had some terrible other names, and that one's not that good anyway. It was like pancakes and weights and <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Did so, you have any honorable Kermit. mentions? Because what were you thinking? Well, obviously the, you do. Well, the the one that actually <laughs> sparked this conversation, which is funny because I didn't go with this. Yeah. Jim McMahon was oh, one. If yeah, if there was one of Jim McMahon, <laughs> he would not have made it through a senior year at BYU. Jim, so, watching goodness. a day in the life of Jim McMahon at BYU would have been awesome. I feel like if Jim McMahon went to BYU right now, <laughs> that he would have been kicked out of school because the technology is too good. There's too, much, there's too many field reporters, if you will. So I'm so happy that Jim McMahon was here in the 80s <laughs> and 70s. I really am. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation. Use, uh, use that hashtag. If you can make a day-in-the-life documentary or on any current or former BYU athlete, who would it be and why? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Kipkent, he's not an athlete. But I'd love to see a day in the life of Tom Homo. I'm fascinated with all he juggles, including football, uh, independent football scheduling. To which uh, someone tweeted, Tom Homo was an athlete here. He was a former athlete. Tom, uh, Tom Homo, Tom athlete, 
Tom Homo was a better athlete than I think Cougar fans know. Uh, the guy played in the NFL for a number of years. Multiple he won three Super, Super Bowl Bowls. Yes. One as a coach, too, so he has four Super Bowl ranks. Hey, by the way, shout out to uh, at, at Kipkent. I got to meet him oh, at the St. George uh, Fan Fest and the, yeah. uh, the, uh, the scrimmage, the practice. So uh, nice. got, to, got to say hello, so shout go. out to Kipkent. Uh, at Paul Charrington. Jim McMahon, how about that one? While at BYU, Punky QB would be most interesting documentary ever. I just don't want any helicopter shots, if you know what I mean. At Greg Rosenhan, <laughs> Steve Young, with all he revealed in his book, which is around here, uh, it would have been cool to see what his days were like before he became a starter. That's true. As the eighth-string quarterback, which I was told a story the other day that BYU played a JV game at UNLV, and on the bus, the team unbeknownst to the coaches, decided they were going to run their wishbone because they had been prepping the varsity for Air Force that week. Right. So then Steve Young comes out, and they run the wishbone, and Steve scores like eight or ten touchdowns or something like could have, I guess. They just ran all over UNLV in that. Yeah, Steve Young would have been interesting because he's he's a rags-to-riches kind of Absolutely. Deal, literally riches, the $40 million man. Yeah. Uh, this one, we've actually seen this one come across quite a bit. Uh, at McKay underscore Allen. Without question, it would be on Ziggy Ansah. Mm-hmm. His life alone is incredible, and the fact that he's an NFL star makes it that much better. I've said this before. Has everyone seen Million Dollar Arm? The two kids from India who learn how to throw, and they you know, join Major League Baseball. They don't make it to the majors, but one of them— Spoiler think, alert. What? Listen, that story was— Pretty good, right? Ziggy Ansah's is three times that. It is a Disney movie in the making. I It needs to be made at some point. Ziggy Ansah's story is one of the best, if not the best, rags to riches, again, idea ever. He's from Ghana. He learns how to play football, and now he's one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Are you serious? Not just make it to the league. He's one of the best players. And, and the video of him running down like an 85-yard run, that's making the rounds again. Of Adrian Peterson. <laughs> yeah, of Adrian Peterson on Twitter right now. It's great. Use the hashtag BYUSNWAN. Coming up, the producer of the Jamal Williams docu- documentary, Sean Morton, will join us. And tell us what went into that. But first, Zach Stelius is back from his mission and back in Studio B. When will he be back and 100% from a shoulder injury? This is BYU Sports Nation. What's trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back. We're simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation is happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Don't forget, big weekend for BYU Sports Nation. Going to be live from the BYU Fan Fest in Las Vegas. It's coming up Saturday from 3 to 5 Eastern time at the Craig Ranch Regional Park. That is in North Las Vegas. We'll have interviews with coaches and players to come by and see us in Vegas, or you can tune in on BYU TV. Our next guest is one of the best sharpshooters in BYU history. In fact, if he was in Saving Private Ryan, he would have been the sniper up in the tower. Like, that's the equivalent of what he did his freshman year, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Zach Selyus's 50% three-point shooting was a BYU freshman record in 15-16. And with that, we bring in the now sophomore forward Zach Selyus back to Studio B. Welcome back, Zach. It's great to see you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 
the the dude's looking good, man. Thanks. The Peyton Dastard. We were just discussing that. Peyton the Peyton Dastard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, that's a good or a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, good. I think that's for you uh, to decide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I imagine the last month or so has been a little crazy for you. Take us through kind of what happened with your shoulder, and then the decision to ultimately come back and rehab it. Yeah. So you know, just on the mission. You know, obviously last season I got hurt, and um, just kind of over time it just kind of wore kept wearing down and finally it just got to the point where I couldn't sleep and so I just I needed to do something and you know ultimately through it's hard to come home from a mission but you know I made the decision and now I'm just doing a rehab and doing all that stuff you mentioned the rehab what kind of rehab is required for your situation with the shoulder um you know just kind of strengthening the shoulder you know kind of doing everything to protect it to kind of keep it so it's not as loose as it is, you know, make sure it's strong and mobile. So you heard it during your freshman season? Is that what you're saying? Uh, it was dur- during the season? Yeah. At what point in the season did you hear it? Was it a singular instance or just it was, gradual? It was like during a game. It was during the LMU game at home. So it was like mid the regular season. Hmm. So, so this was not something that you, when you went on your mission, I mean, this was something that was bothering you the whole time, and it just got, you know, progressively worse while you were out there. Yeah, right. So you could, it got to the point where you couldn't sleep. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yet you've opted not to have any surgery, right? Mm-hmm. What's, what's wrong with it? Um, you know, it's just kind of, you know, there's a lot of things wrong. It's just mainly kind of when I got hit, you know, there's the muscles kind of wore down. Mm. And so it's just kind of strengthening that back up. Yeah. So over time, it just kind of got worse. Is there is there a time frame that you, that you look at or that, that people have told you before you expect to be at full strength? Um, you know, honestly, like, I feel like I'm at full strength already. You know, just kind of keep doing it over time. You know, just keep it going. Just keep working. Can you sleep now? I can sleep now. <laughs> that's, a li- that's kind yeah. of important, right? No, I can sleep now. That's it's good. good. That's good. Uh, Zach Salgas is in, a, uh, in Studio B on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, so are you rehabbing uh, a couple times a week, or is it every day? What's that like for you right now? Um, right now, it's, you know, wake up, go do rehab either in Bountiful, where I'm living at right now, or down here, you know, with, you know, the guys down here, and then, you know, working out and shooting every day, you know, it's basically my life right now. What, uh, and I, we know that you're able to, to work out with the team a little bit, so what, what types of things are you able to do with your teammates? Um, with the teammates right now, it's just shooting, you know, shooting, you know, doing the lifting stuff, you know, just trying to get back in shape. That's pretty much it. How hard was this decision? Um, because ultimately, if you're not sleeping at night, you got to take care of business, yet you were really invested in what you were doing on your mission. Yeah, you know, it was super hard. You know, it was probably one of the hardest things that I've had to decide. You know, it kind of, you know, got where I was talking to my mission president, you know, every night, you know, just kind of going through different situations. And, you know, I ultimately, you know, it was the best thing, you know, for the long run, right? So it's kind of how I decided. It's it's no different than, you know, when anybody comes back after, you know, a, an extended period of time to a team, there's usually changes. But this is a, a pretty different team than the one that you left. What's been your impression uh, of the guys that are here now and what uh, what you guys have coming into this year? You know, the guys are awesome. You know, I've I've met pretty much everyone so far and you know seems like a great group of guys. You know, we've I've known of them. You know, I've talked to them like 
over texts and stuff like that. But now that I'm actually here talking to him on the court, like doing those things, it'll, it'll be a fun season. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a practice facility now uh, that <laughs> oh. wasn't here before you left. What's it like to have that up? You know, it was. It's it's nice having it. When my when I was in the MTC, our classroom, the window faced right to the Marriott Center. And I, so it was killing me every day just seeing it being built and then finally being back to actually being able to use it. So it's nice. What, what do you think of it? I love it. It's awesome. What was the conversation like with Coach Rose? Take, take, us, how, take us through how that started and, and when you realized that, that you probably were going to make the decision to come home and the basketball was still an option. Take us through that conversation with Coach Rose and how that went. Um, you know, we just kind of talked to him. I think... I talked to I emailed my dad one day and then I think my dad talked to him and kind of told him that that was my plan you know to come home and do those things and then he came over to my house when I was when I came home and then he just kind of talked to me and it's like here's the plan let's do it and so we're just kind of on that plan now and we're getting ready for the season how much were you able to shoot on your mission if at all I pretty much shot almost every day it was it was awesome the people out there, always wanted to play basketball. So we'd always go to the park and play, and it was awesome. But half court, of course, right? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you expect to make the biggest impact? And, and maybe shooting is the obvious answer, but it, is it that or is it something else? Um, you know, I'm not sure. You know, we kind of have to take a look at different things. You know, obviously I have to go sit down with the coaches, watch game film, kind of get – reacclimated with everything and be able to do whatever has need to be done you know shooting is obviously you know a thing that I need to keep doing you know but you know if there's more to be done got to work on those things as well that your freshman year no BYU team has made more threes in a season than that season and that was a dynamic season with Chase Fisher Nick Emery and yourself uh is your is your shot still there I mean is it is it the same as when you left or has it gotten better or you still need to work on it um I think it's gotten better. I think look a, out, I and it's in a different sense. You know, I feel like it's the same, but I think the maturity level is kind of grown, and so I feel like it's gotten better in that way. Did, did you fight? So you get hurt against LMU, and I mean, we can look up the date of that game, it's January <coughs> or February. Did you just fight through the pain? Because I, I don't think anyone knew you were hurt during your freshman season. Like you just kind of fought through it, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so in, ga- in game, the, it's hurting you, but you're still shooting with the same rhythm and everything. It, yeah. was it on, were you fouled on a three-pointer when that happened? I'm trying to think back to no, I was the moment. No, I was on defense. Oh, okay. So then I was following a guy off a screen and got hit. Okay. You ran, okay, you ran through a screen. I think I remember this moment randomly against LMU. Okay. How long did it take for word to get back to you? Because I'm, I'm sure you weren't watching the game. That when BYU uh, went up to Gonzaga and won again. If you were, don't tell <laughs> us. <laughs> you know, it was funny because, you know, we obviously had to be in bed by 1030, and the game was still on, and all of the members, you know, knew everything. And, you know, we I remember waking up to my, our phone ringing, and you know, we had probably five text messages and saying, like, BYU won, like all this stuff. So the whole day I knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we've all probably seen that video of one of the missionaries who was just playing pickup and then like just started balling out and, and like dunking and yeah, yeah. like did you ever did you ever do that did you, did people ever challenge you to play because they didn't and then you actually go out there and take it to them <laughs> no people have like they always come and then they find out like oh you played college basketball like 
let's let's go like right now and then there'll be like 20 bucks on this game or something and then i'd just be like no it's all right like, like first discussion yeah what's at stake, exactly right? yeah. You're going to have to read this book I've got for you. Zach Selyus is in BYU, on BYU Sports Nation in Studio B. The dynamic of a team changes every year. Yesterday, BYU announces Ryland Bergerson will sign and play here. Um, have you had a chance to meet him by chance? Uh-uh. No, not yet? Okay. So, the, yeah, the, their coaching staff changes. Obviously, Terry Nashev is out. Um, what, what's it like to come back? And now this is, this is a different group, like you said, Jason, that will uh, go forward this season. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting, you know, obviously coming back, you know, from a mission, being away, not even watching a game, and then having a whole new team, you know, and new coach. Like, it'll be different, but, you know, you kind of still have the support of those guys, you know, the support of those players that, you know, maybe graduated or even the coach that left. You know, you still have that support, and it's, you know, it's great. That's the great part about BYU is there will always be support. What have uh, what support, kind of support have you felt as you've returned to the team? I know a lot of fans are excited about you uh, being on this next year's team. Um, yeah, I, you know, I see it every day. Everyone is understanding. You know, they understand the situation, and you know, they obviously know what's. They just try to help me be what's best. You know, do what's best, and you know, it's been great. You know, it's been good being home. It's it's kind of funny how every missionary remembers the last movie they saw before. They went on their mission, and then the first movie back. Do you remember the last one you saw, and have you have you seen one since coming back? What's the first movie you saw when you came back? The first movie I saw when I came back was Power Rangers. Okay, really, really? Yeah. that's the one, Zach. <laughs> yeah, was, Power Rangers. I went with my brother, and it was good. So, <laughs> so, so two thumbs. Up, my, I haven't seen it, but two thumbs up. Yeah, we love Power Rangers. So growing up, yeah, wa- yeah, watch so. it. Yeah. <sighs> Could have given you a better one, I think, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, there's more. <laughs> that's right, there is more. I'm trying to remember what one it was. I think it was X-Men 2. That was the movie for me. Okay. Yeah, X-Men 2. <laughs> and the Return of the King came out. No, uh, Two Towers came out like a week before I left. So I saw it three times the first day. <laughs> Zach Selyus is on PYU Sports Nation. Uh, Zach, we appreciate the time, man. Uh, thanks for coming in. Good luck in your rehab. Good luck with the shot. We can't wait to see you shoot again <laughs> in the Marriott Center. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, Zach Selyus back uh, from his mission. He's going to play this fall. Uh, Ryland Bergenson will be on that team as well. Lots of change happening with BYU Hoops. Exciting times. Our Twitter question, if you could make a day-in-the-life documentary on any current or former BYU athlete, who would it be and why? Maybe on Zach Selyus in the rehab and watch hey. his three-point shot. That'd be one. Coming up, the inside scoop on the Jamal Williams documentary with the producer Sean Morton. Plus a little big deal, no deal. This is BYU Sports Nation. It's great to hear the shots still going through that. Of course. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by BYU Dining Services. Chef-driven, student-powered. Heck yes. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. And Jason, we're also on demand anytime, anywhere. Absolutely. In fact, if you missed our interview with Zach Selius, who we had in our last segment talking about his rehab plan to be back and ready to go for next season. You can check that out and more on the BYU TV or BYU radio apps. You can also download the podcast. The apps are free. Everyone loves free. Uh, Anytime, anywhere, you can check it out live and on-demand content. Celius told us he was injured uh, against LMU his freshman year at home. That was January 28th. So after that, he's hurt, yet he still shoots well. He goes on his mission. He says he can't sleep. Yeah, the pain is so bad yeah. that he, he can't sleep. Yeah, get the entire all the details uh, with Zach Selyus there, sitting in the MTC, looking out the window, seeing the Marriott Center annex being built. 
<laughs> that would have been tough. Like right out the window. Yeah. Can you imagine I, that? I went to uh, Brazil, so I went down to the Sao Paulo Missionary Training Center. I I was happy to do that because I was like, I am from around here. <laughs> I just want to like, yeah, get out, right? Yeah. If I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, right? Speaking of BYU basketball going, let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU Hoops signs six six guard Ryland Bergens Bergerson from Boise, Idaho. Last year, he played at a prep school. For those that don't know, you have the option after you graduate to go play a year at a prep school, then go to college. So that's what Bergerson did. So he might be 19 when he comes in. We'll, we'll ask when he's on the show tomorrow. Uh, he went to a school called Link Year in Branson, Missouri. Averaged 18 a game, five boards, three assists. Shot 42% from three. Hmm. Bergerson, as mentioned, will be on the show tomorrow. Member of another faith. Dad was the second-round pick in the NBA. Duncan transition guy. Tough athletic guard can shoot. Nice pickup for the Cougars. Yeah. And a late ad. Yeah, I actually ended up tweeting out one of his uh, AAU uh, spring highlight videos, and I, I was pretty impressed with, with what I saw. I liked the you shot. You weren't mad? You were actually impressed? Yeah. Was After it? he ate a whole wheel of cheese? <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Number three, BYU men's volleyball is on the road at Long Beach State for the MPSF semifinals versus number four, Hawaii, tonight. That will be at 8 Eastern time. Cougars look to sweep the Rainbow Warriors for a third time this season. The match will be streamed by Flow Sports. BYU baseball is in California. They're playing at San Diego tonight. The Cougars have never defeated San Diego in San Diego as a member of the West Coast Conference tonight. Could be the night. BYU's in second place in the league. San Diego ranked and in first. You can listen to the game right here on BYU Radio at 9 Eastern. BYU softball pitcher Arissa Polson shut out the Southern Utah Thunderbirds, and Madison Merrill had a three-run home run, leading to the Cougar win by a final score of 4 to nothing. Payoff pitch. Merrill goes opposite field. And that ball is gone! Her second three-run home run. In as many games, and Madison Merrill in pinch hit fashion makes it four to nothing BYU. BYU softball is pretty good. Cougars right now on a eleven game winning streak that is the longest of the season. Oh, they're crushing fools right now, which is which is fun. Oh, and to watch. they're fools. The opponents have been. If you could make a day in the life documentary on any current or former BYU athlete, who would it be and why? That's our Twitter question. Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At Tom Agallo 15, I would make it about Taysom Hill for the struggles he went through with all of his injuries. That would be an interesting one. Yeah, hey, I mean, that Taysom would... Hill. Because the ups and downs are pretty, uh, pretty wide there. I'm kind of curious to get your take on this one. At Twiggy Stone says, Glenn Kozlowski. Oh, boy. That guy seems like he would be a riot. Loved watching him make Jerem Jordan super uncomfortable when he visited BYU Sports Nation. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> Glenn Kozlowski <laughs> would be amazing. The producer of the Jamal Williams documentary, his name is Sean Morton. He's now on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline and joins BYU Sports Nation. Sean, welcome to the show. Oh, man. Thanks, guys. What's going on? Just hanging out. Uh, we enjoyed the documentary. Watched it uh, yesterday for the first time. Uh, you happen to be Jamal's cousin. You produced this documentary. What What was the motive in making this documentary about cousin Jamal Williams? Man, the motive I wanted to capture capture Jamal's um, you know, kind of his story, uh, insight on uh, just just the whole four years of his 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 uh, school, his everything, his little journey through BYU. You know, a lot of people heard this and that, but I think it's better if we, you know, kind of put it in all in a, in a documentary. 
not only as the producer do you want the documentary to be successful, but since you're related to Jamal, you obviously want to make sure that he's painted in the best light possible. Did it make things harder or easier that you were related to Jamal? Uh, it kind of made it easier. It kind of made it easier, you know. Of course, like I said, like you said, we want the, you know, the best look for him possible, but it actually was smooth. I enjoyed doing it, man. I had fun. What did you learn about Jamal that you didn't know already? Man, he's just a, man, a humble kid, man. He's he real humble. He real, uh, I would say, responsible, humble, because that's how he just, you know, kind of just taking all that in because he, 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 he's loved out there. And I, I just realized that, like, he he responsible just, you know, dealing with all that. There's just a lot of, you know, it's a lot on him. Just how he's just taking all that in, just continue to work hard and stay focused. You just humble. Did you? Was this your idea to do this, or is this something that Jamal, maybe Nicole, had asked you to do? Who, whose idea was this? Um, it really was mine. You know, I kind uh, of, I kind of do music, and I like putting visuals together, like my videos. And I kind of just thought about it. Like I know this is his last year, and I like my videos like come together in the end so I figured man let's me make my little cuz like a man let's put them put them a mini movie together let's put them a movie together for the, <laughs> for the fans and just for him you know when he can always look back on I think that's just priceless it's awesome Sean Morton producer of the Jamal Williams documentary who which just came out on YouTube a couple of days ago is on BYU Sports Nation He's he's become a big deal. He's one of the top five running backs. It looks like in the draft. Is he a? a are you surprised by this? Having probably known him his whole life, now he's this college football you know star that's going to be drafted next next week. Um, I, by me just being there, just seeing his work ethic and just seeing old clips of him training, it doesn't even really surprise me no more. Like. I've seen the potential in him like his freshman year, but, you know, by me just starting to continue to watch him grow through um, high school. I mean, not through high school, through his last few years of college. I, I knew he had the potential to just be something, something heavy, some a monster. So it's, 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 it's cool, man, just seeing this unfold like this. It's going to be fun to see him drafted uh, next week. That's going to happen. And, uh, Sean, we appreciate the time. Nice job on the documentary. Thanks, guys. Sean Morton, producer of the Jamal Williams documentary on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. If you haven't seen it, I I advise uh, checking it out. Kind of fun, follows him around Pro Day, tells kind of the story of his life. And uh, Nicole Williams is featured prominently in that. Uh, Brandon Ogletree's father, actually, who's a professor here, played a role uh, as a sort of counselor advisor with Jamal Williams. On yeah, he was featured well. very prominently in the yeah. documentary. I, I loved when Jamal was just walking around the football offices just saying hi to everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that, that's, that's Jamal, just walking around, you know, nonchalant, saying hi to everybody. People would come up to him, and they, it's, it was fun to see 
Jamal uh, back at BYU. The J Swag Daddy. Will, exactly. will someone else have a nickname ever at this place like J Swag Daddy? That's amazing. So well, I, I think we're all really excited for Jamal Williams because next week he's going to be drafted. There will be it's two just, BYU just players drafted next Harvey week. Harvey Longy expected as yeah. well. Other Cougars will, uh, will sign. So we're, we're going to blow up uh, draft week next week right here on BYU Sports Nation. So stay tuned for that. Twitter question, if you could make a day-in-the-life documentary on any current or former BYU athlete, who would it be and why? At yfangirl underscore JB. Ziggy Ansah forever. Have him walk us through a day in his life before football and currently. I'd pay to see that. I hope Disney makes it. I hope they make the movie. It'd be better than The Blind Side. I would watch it in the recliner be seats. Yes, you would on a $5 Tuesday. <laughs> Coming up, big deal, no deal. Mo Longy is headed to Provo. What? What? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. What up? Jeremy and Jason live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch the daily rebroadcast of this show weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern. BYU Sports Nation will be broadcasting live from the BYU Fan Fest in Las Vegas this Saturday from 3 until 5 Eastern time. will be held at the Craig Ranch Regional Park in North Las Vegas. We'll have interviews with players and coaches. Come by and see us in Vegas, or if you can't be down in Sin City, tune in on BYU TV. A Twitter question today. If you could make a day-in-the-life documentary or any on, on any current athlete or former BYU athlete, who would it be? Why? At Soda Coog. On Eric Mika as he goes through the draft process and trying to decide on going or staying. That was my current player. I, I also said Eric Mika. Who's saying it's not being done? Oh, are you? What? Are you? Am I, what? Are you personally doing this? Are I would not have waited forty-three minutes to reveal that. <laughs> Let's play a little big deal, no deal. Big deal, no deal. Presented by Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the Western United States for over sixty-five years. Brady Industries Clean Solutions, a tradition for generations. Ben will tell us something, and we'll decide whether it's a big deal or a no deal. To the control room. Big deal, no deal. BYU hoop signing a six foot six inch guard, Rylan Bergeson. Uh, I will say it's a big deal because it's always a big deal when you sign a new player, and the reason you sign a player is because you think that this player is going to help your team. I like the size. I like the shooting touch. Athleticism is there. Certainly. He's got the, the genes in his family. His dad mm-hmm. played in the NBA. Well, was drafted. Was, yeah, yeah, drafted, but still. Yeah. It's, My dad wasn't drafted. Yeah, that's NBA yeah. caliber if you're drafted. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like this. I mean, we'll see how it plays out, but today, I like it. And he's going to join the show tomorrow. I think it's a big deal for all the reasons you mentioned. Plus, BYU was already over scholarships. So what this means is change is coming even more. More change, yeah. We, we always expect turnover, but, yeah, there's going to be guys that you don't expect uh, to not be on the team. They won't be on the team. So, big deal to me. Number two. Big deal, no deal. Mo Longy is on his way to Provo. And, guys, I really hope he didn't get the middle seat in coach. <laughs> it's a big deal. I see what you did. Yeah, yeah. The, Mo, I see what you did. Of course he's, it's a big deal. We've been talking about this guy for over two years since before he went on his mission. The guy had no idea he was such a sensation Probably while he was in the MTC. Know. Maybe not even, t- maybe not to the the fullest, but this is a guy like can't be a bust. You know what I mean? Like expectations oh. for this guy are so high. Wait, what? No, no one expects him to actually do. Are you much, kidding right? me? What do you expect him At to do? At his size, everybody expects. 
Everybody thinks he's going to come in and be like the starting nose tackle. Are you serious? Although he'll probably play offensive line. He has never played football, really. <laughs> like, maybe a time are you trying to at tell this me, level? Are you trying to tell me fan expectations gets, for gets, this guy is not big? Jake Heaps thinks he's going to be an All-American player. Are you, telling, you know what I mean? Honestly, like, are you telling me the fan expectation for Mo Longy is not high? No, I think it's high. But like most things, it's probably ridiculous. <laughs> That's a completely separate topic. Yeah. It's Yeah, it's a big deal that he's coming here because of the hype. Is he going to play or not? We'll see. Will he play against Portland State? We'll see. Countdown to the Vikings. 128. I don't remember doing the countdown yesterday. Did we do it, Ben? I don't think you did. Ben, we didn't do the countdown yesterday? No, we missed it. Do we need to do 129 right now? No. Okay. Number three. <laughs> then we have to do 128 again. By the way, I think he has a pretty good idea that he's a big deal. When Sports Illustrated goes out and does a story on him on his mission, you know. It's just some magazine to him, though. He's not from the U.S. He doesn't. Uh, Sports you still Illustrated know Sports is not just Illustrated. some magazine. That's like saying BYU Sports Nation is just some show. Well, and, well played. Well, yeah. Come on. Well played. He lives in Tonga. He Does, does he know what? I don't know. Number three. Big deal, no deal. The it's hard to beat a team three times in one season theory when it, as it pertains to BYU volleyball tonight against Hawaii. What do you think, Jason? I want you to take this one. This is No deal. BYU is going to beat Hawaii tonight. I think Hawaii's really good. They're just not dynamic enough on the pins, and that's where BYU beats a lot of people, is they have some of the best pin hitters in the country. That is the outside hitters and opposite. Will Ben Patch play tonight? That's an intriguing storyline. I don't think it's a big deal. I think BYU is going to win this match. BYU could face Hawaii again in the NCAA tournament. Now beating a team four times, that's even harder. And five times, and then six times. Uh, Yeah, that's not possible. Uh, No deal. It's not hard to beat another team when you're the better team. BYU is the better team. They're going to win. No deal. Hawaii is good. Yes, they're good. But BYU is better. There's a gap between where BYU is at and where Hawaii is at. Number four. Big deal, no deal. BYU baseball not winning a game at San Diego since entering the WCC conference. Hmm. By the way, that gap is several states and an ocean. Uh, <laughs> Pretty wide. <laughs> yeah. And a few hundred bucks. Um, I, I think it is a big deal that BYU has not won at San Diego. 0-6 is the number. Since joining the WCC. And it's, it's going to be a big deal when they win this weekend. And I fully expect them to do that, whether or not winning the series, winning, they're going to snap that streak. BYU baseball is playing really well right now, and it's, not, it's, it's all phases. Pitching, starting pitching has been fantastic. They've been getting the, the response from the relievers. When those guys have come in, they've been pitching really well. The lineup has been great. Now you're getting Colton Shaver, who's probably the hottest hitter on the team right now. So hot right now. Yeah, like Hansel. He's so hot He's right so now. He's so hot right now. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal, and it's going to be a bigger deal when they snap that streak. I'll go no deal because it has little to no bearing on how tonight's game is going to play out. This is a different team. This is a different group. This team's playing really well, as you mentioned. No deal. I think BYU takes at least one. In San Diego. At least one. Because BYU doesn't need to win the regular season in the WCC. They just need to be in the top four, get into that tournament, and then win that tournament to go to the NCAA tournament. Number five. Big deal, no deal. Speaking of softball, BYU softball outscoring opponents 61-4 to in the last eight games. I'll say it's a big deal because that's, that's not just winning. 
That's dominating. Fools. That's crushing fools. Yes. Thank okay. You. Yeah. Finally. So yeah, it's a big deal. This team just continues to win, as we mentioned, eleven games in a row, and they're not eking these out. They're Eakin, just, Gordon, uh, Eakin, I did. these out. I did not mean to puns do that, for days. I will. I will take that. They are destroying fools. Yeah, they are Della House saying people all over <laughs> the place. I, th- this is a big deal. The competition stinks. The BYU's playing, but with that said, BYU is taking it to them, which I really like. This could be the best BYU softball team ever. So I hope they keep it going. They, they always go to. They win conference. They go to regional. They need this team needs to go to a super regional to leave their mark on program history. Number six. Big deal, no deal. Today is NFL schedule release day. Yeah! Woo! Go Seahawks! Go Chiefs! This is an exciting time because then you've... Our producer, go Patriots. (laughs) Classic. Uh, This is a big deal today because now you ID, okay, what's the path look like to... Uh, you know, a, a championship to seeding to a potential game to go to or something. This I I love it. Uh, is if it's not a big deal, why would every network that covers the NFL, NFL Network, ESPN, why would they essentially have a pregame show to the schedule release? There's a pregame and then talk show to about schedule. Yeah, release. and then, <laughs> well, when you have a network and all you cover is that one league, yeah, you got to fill yeah, time. Yeah, it's it's a big deal. It is the NFL. It is the juggernaut. And so yes. It's a big deal. It's a big deal for me as a Chiefs fan. I think we're probably going to open up at the Patriots, and as soon as we can get a quarterback that can win games in the postseason, we're going to be really good. As soon as you get one that can throw up more than 13 down yeah. the field. 13? Jeez, that's a good day. You'll be in shape. That quarterback also went to the U. A Twitter question. If you could make a day-in-the-life documentary on any quarter, at least we have one in the league, or any current, or I can just hear it on Twitter, <laughs> or former BYU athlete, who would it be and why? At Milton underscore Rhett. Johnny Linehan, oh wait, just follow him on Twitter. You know my There fa- is a documentary <laughs> yeah. by Johnny every day. My favorite tweets right. from him come from while he's at church. <laughs> Those are always And you're gold. in church looking at them. No, too. of course not. No. Coming up, the most unique cougar whip run we've ever done. I'm not kidding. And it's a big day for volleyball, baseball, and golf. This is BYU Sports Nation. Big deal, no deal on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Brady Industries. Clean Solutions, a tradition for generations. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Our guest today is Zach Selyus and Sean Morton. If you miss any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Yeah, future guests include marathoner Jared Ward, yeah. who finished 10th at the Boston Marathon. That's crazy. Congratulations to him. He'll join us coming up tomorrow. And the latest BYU basketball signee, Ryland Bergerson. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Sports. BYU Hoops signed 6'6 guard Ryland Bergerson from Boise, Idaho last year at the prep school link year in Branson, Missouri. He averaged 18 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, and shot 42% from 3. Bergerson, as I mentioned, will be on the show tomorrow. The National Strength and Conditioning Association... I found out this exists. His name Nick Emery, a 2017 All-American Athlete of the Year. The award recognizes Emery's athletic accomplishments and his dedication to strength and conditioning. Sports? This is my favorite whip ever. So we're just doing sports for Number three, BYU men's volleyball is at Long Beach State for the MPSF semifinals versus number four, Hawaii, tonight at 8 Eastern. Cougars look to sweep the Rainbow Warriors for a third time this season. The matches will be streamed 
on Flow Sports. And off the block released its finalists for some national awards. BYU setter Leo Durkin is a finalist for the top setter in the country. Sports. The Bad Cats begin a three-game series in San Diego against the first place Toreros tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. Maverick Buffo will get the start. More sports. I am Groot. BYU softball pitcher Arissa Paulson shut down the Southern Utah Thunderbirds, and Madison Merrill had a three-run home run, leading the Cougars to a 4-0 victory. Also, Ben Patch named men's volleyball, uh, going back to that, one of the opposites of the year, despite hardly playing. Sports in the minors? Former BYU center fielder <laughs> Brennan Lund went one for three yesterday with a stolen base for the Burlington Bees. Sports. Okay. BYU Golf is hosting the West Coast Conference <laughs> Men and Women's Golf Championships starting at Riverside Country Club here in Provo. Right now the men's team in seventh place early with three golfers tied at 13 at even par. The women's team is in first at two under. Brooklyn uh, Hooker is in first at two under. And Kendra Dalton is third at one under. Sports. Zach Blair tees off in the first round of the Valero ah! Open at 2.20 Eastern. Daniel Summerhays tees off at 2.40 Eastern. This course is electric. <laughs> Today's Rise and Chats brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help and you need the most DexterLaw.com. Who gets it? Uh, how about we give it to Arissa Paulson? Shut down SUU, yeah. Southern Utah. Softball pitcher shut out against the T-Birds. Yeah, McKenna Bull didn't tell us that she wasn't starting. What were the T-Birds, the Thunder, the, the, the gymnastics team? Oh. Flippin' Birds. Flippin' Birds. Flippin' Birds. Yeah. I thought that meant something else. Our Twitter question today, if you could make a day in the life documentary on any current or former BYU athlete, who would it be and why? At Lyle Stavist. He's deceased, but no athlete from BYU has affected the entire world more than Kresmir Chosich. Love to see that story in a movie. There is a documentary made by a former BYU student who served her mission uh, in Croatia about Chris Mchosic. I believe it's on demand on the BYU TV app. Check it out. Our elite tweet of the day at Tiki Dean. Ty Detmer on his ranch. It might come in handy if I ever got lost in the woods. He could do a survival show like that. Uh, I would watch that in a we're second. Lo- we're lost here, Jason. Uh, go go ahead. You're going to have to do something uncomfortable now to survive. <laughs> Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. The show is on demand on BYUSN.com. Heck yes, it is. For Jason, I'm Jeremy. Shout out to Bernard Afutiti. BYU Sports Nation's back at it at noon Eastern time tomorrow. And don't forget, tomorrow, loaded. Jared Ward and Ryland Bergerson. Good luck to the Batcats and volleyball Sports. and golf. And we're off the air now.